And good afternoon, and thank you for joining us on our latest BPR Facebook Live chat. Today, we're talking about the economy of Western North Carolina and how to track it. And joining me, two professors from Western Carolina University, Angela Dills and Edward Lopez. They're here to tell us about ncdatadashboard.org, something that the university has come up with that tracks economic indicators all throughout the state of North Carolina. All 100 counties are on this site. We're going to be talking mostly, though, about uh, Western North Carolina, but it is an open uh, site that everybody can go and look at and check this data. So, Edward and Angela, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us, Matt. So, first, let's talk about this. What is ncdatadashboard.org? So, ncdatadashboard.org is a place where anybody who's interested in learning about trends in the economy can go and learn about what's happening in the Western region, but also all across the state. We're targeting both our, our initial target was towards economic developers, but we think there's a lot of use here for policymakers, for researchers, for journalists, uh, for students, and the like. There definitely are for journalists. I can tell you that much. <laughs> right. You got that early re- return. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean that's one of the one of the main audiences. I think that we're hoping to attract with this. One of the things that may be of uh, interest there is, it's just it's a place for going and getting information about the economy. You can get visualizations in the form of charts and graphs, and you can also, if you're sufficiently nerdy and geeky like two <laughs> economists you have today, you can download the data uh, in spreadsheet format. And you know it, it spans lots of different areas, as I'm hoping we're going to talk about. But um, the the main thing is it's it's a convenient easy easy to use open access resource for anybody who's interested in what's going on in the economy here. So there's lots of things to break down with this, but let's first start with what are the indicators that you look at that are included in this? And we'll go into after that why those indicators are important. Mm -hmm. So we'll first start, what are some of the indicators that are included in this? Right. Uh, so we include a variety of indicators about the labor force, including the size of the labor force, earnings, uh, income per capita. Uh, we include indicators about the housing market in particular, um, how, building permits, house price indexes, percent of home ownership, percent of um, uh, owners who are subprime lenders, sub- subprime borrowers. We have GDP per capita by industry. GDP by industry, by county. We have demographic data um, on the education of the population in each county. I'm sure I'm missing yeah, something. So, there's I, there's yeah, 1,200 I mean, different data series, so it's hard to keep track of it all really of it. It is really wide so, open, um, and we try to be comprehensive, and it's mm-hmm. organized by data series that involve what's being produced in this economy, data series by workers and um, the labor force in the economy, uh, another category by land and infrastructure, and then a fourth category by demographics and workforce, uh, education, and so forth. Um, most of the data is publicly available that we were able to utilize from the Bureau of Economic Analysis and uh, the Federal Bureau. Uh, some of the data is um, constructed in-house at Western. Angela uh, herself did the data on um, GDP by industry, by county, which is really a unique attribute to this resource. And I think that um, is un- would be unavailable otherwise. So let's break down some of the things that are in this. Unemployment rate, obviously, that's sort of a simple mm-hmm. one to mm-hmm. know the significance of that. But within Western North Carolina, the unemployment rate can vary quite a bit. And I'm mm-hmm. sure your data plays that out. At a time when we got a report last week that unemployment rate nationally, at the very least, is mm-hmm. at one of its lowest ever recorded rates. Mm-hmm. Um, now talk about that, just as the unemployment rate 
it varies quite a bit, even in our region, much less the whole state of North Carolina. It does. It varies a lot geographically. It also varies over time. And one of the nice things about the data dashboard is being able to look at both of those um, types of trends. So what's happening in Graham County versus Clay County versus Buncombe County? Um, how is that different than what was going on 10 years ago? And I think that helps inform sort of is that relatively high for Graham County? It might be a very different, um, you know, uh, the levels might mean something very different in Graham County than they do in Buncombe County, and it's good for mm-hmm. people to be able to make those comparisons. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think that, you know, and, and just to reinforce that, um, the dashboard also contains data on compensation and compensation by industry. So one use of that would be if you're interested in what um, learning about which are the higher paying jobs and which mm-hmm. industry um, workers are compensated higher. Um, you know, we have the data there and an easy to download chart or spreadsheet for you. Um. So GDP by industry, by county. Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to shock everybody by telling them what industry is doing <laughs> the best in Western North Carolina right now. But talk about that sort of things that you're able to look at, <laughs> what industries you're able to look at, and surprise everybody with the one that's doing the best. Yeah. Sure. So we're able to look at, uh, we're looking at NAICS industry codes for the geeks out there. So we were looking at manufacturing, government, real estate, uh, accommodation and food services. Um, and and one of the nice things for me has been able to see, you can see in a lot of these series how the Great Recession hit the region and then how much we've recovered. So, for example, manufacturing is back um, on trend with the state in terms of how the Western region is doing uh, in the manufacturing industry. So uh, you, we, we, we hear a lot about the downturn in manufacturing, which went on for extended period of time in the western region but we have recovered mm-hmm. it's gotten a lot more small scale the manufacturing has um you know gone are the days of the you know six thousand employee and plant you know long gone mm-hmm. are those days but since the great recession we've had um it, it you know data show an increase in the value of production and manufacturing and you can you can see it with individual companies but you can definitely tell it's smaller scale operations going on um i think another thing that 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 data that um that angela created what it shows is i think that there are some um perceptions about the economy in the western counties being geared to tourism and um hospitality and obviously and that's an important part and so is brewing of all sorts it's a very important part of the economy but um you know i think that 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 maybe outside that perception maybe not so much uh, taken you know as the story of the economy here is the manufacturing base and in terms of dollars of production value it's bigger than any other sector um and that's 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 because of the rebound that it's made since the great recession and so putting manufacturing as as that is the industry of western north carolina obviously tourism accommodations food service i think as you you listed it that's obviously seen a great surge recently, mm-hmm. but what, what, what sort of breaks down as yeah. the big industry? Is We're, it still manufacturing? We are well diversified in, mm-hmm. in our economy. And I think one of the big areas that has come along is professional services. And that shows, you know, as far as the data go back, a, a straight upward trend. And so I think that those are knowledge jobs. Uh, those are professionals who have decided they, you know, they, they, for good reason, they love our mountains mm-hmm. and they want to be here and they have the choice to be here. And then um, that shows in the, in the data that's on the dashboard. This may be a very simple question, but by tracking industries, which are doing well, which aren't, what does that really say about a region, mm-hmm. that data when it comes through? 
I think one of the things that's really helpful in knowing that information is maybe in particular for the people working in economic development in terms of thinking about which kinds of businesses to target, which kinds of entrepreneurs to, to solicit, to bring to the area. I think it's helpful to know and to be able to sell the region as what we're already good at, whatever what we're already um, expanding in and where there might be opportunities for new businesses. Right. Um, all right, looking at another one that I think is probably very important to people in this region, that's wages, compensation, and housing prices. Um, as more of this has become a more popular area to come and live, uh, that also means housing prices have gone up, wages haven't really gone up at the same level. So talk about some of the information that people will be able to see on this and what that, again, shows about the region of Western North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know what what um, what you will find when you come to the dashboard is that 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 story of wages compared to housing prices will be validated, um, and you, you you will have the ability at the dashboard to compare the western counties to other areas of the state uh, in terms of wage growth and in terms of housing prices as well. Um, you know, one thing that the dashboard. Um, you know, I think you need to really sort of view the dashboard as being an information source uh, so that, you know, key decision makers can do their jobs um, better. And, you know, a big part of the um, housing price uh, trends in the, in the region come down to, you know, j- decisions that are made at city councils and county commissions. And, you know, I think that they're not unaware of this issue. Um, I don't, it's hard to be in the, and it's hard to live in these counties without being aware of this issue. Mm-hmm. And you know, but I think that you know what the dashboard does is it provides uh, finer level and better information for them to go about doing their jobs. So, mm-hmm. and you wanted this to be a resource not just for journalists or people in the public. You said mm-hmm. this, you feel that this could have an effect on policymakers. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, certainly um, one of the missions of the professorship that I hold is to help inform policymaking in the region, both from economic developers and other policymakers. And I I feel like this was a really good way for um, that endowment to be spent, is to help provide that information to people who are looking to make policy, um, both, both in terms of identifying policies that are of need, but also after the fact, evaluating the policies and their effects. Right. And I think that, you know, that the... The, the, the level of economic activity by county can help um, decision makers um, you know make the right call when it comes to you know seeing you know and approving a development project through or you know putting some uh, conditions on it or you know making it wait or just outright um, not allowing it uh, the better information those decision makers have the, the better off our economy is going to be Land and infrastructure was also one of the data points, data sets on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does that look at? And that's pretty broad. Those are both pretty broad topics, but mm-hmm. they're both very important also. So what does it look at? So we have homeownership rates. We have number of building permits issued by county by year, uh, housing price indexes, uh, listing prices, value per square foot for housing. Um, some of this is coming from Zillow as well. So we're um, redisplaying data that they have publicly available. Um, and, and I think you can get a pretty good picture of what's going on in the housing market, both in terms of um, buyers and sellers, but also in terms of permitting and, and building. Mm-hmm. So building, permitting, what does that, I guess, show us? Well, I, I mean, I think one of the concerns that I have in the region is um, 
sort of a, a hesitation on the part of some people to issue building permits and an and inability for some developers to kind of accomplish the projects they're in, interested in accomplishing. Um, I, I think that we need to be sort of cautious and thoughtful about growth, but I think that um, it's helpful also to think about you know, are we restricting the ability people move in the region to be employed in the region by not providing them housing and or opportunities for people to build them housing? Right. And I think that, you know, um, a big news story a couple of weeks ago was um, when Buncombe County released its uh, building permits data for the fiscal year. And some of that was projected out to the end of June because um, their story came out, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Um, and, you know, building permits are at their lowest level since 2011. And if you look at that, you, if you pair that with the you know, problem of housing prices relative to wages, you know, things are coming to a real head soon. And, and I think that what if there is some message there, it is that, you know, the, the, the powers that be need to look at every way possible to increase the supply of housing and to do that, you know, on, on the short end to front load that decision, um, because with with that data point of building permits going down um, to their lowest level in seven years. Uh, that that doesn't bode well for the housing price problem to get better in the future. How are they correlated? I guess uh, I don't know exactly the. the I mean, I guess how, how how is a low building rate? I guess or mm-hmm. building permit rate mm-hmm. mean the problem of affordable housing right. in so Western North Carolina? It's going to be a lagged effect. It'll be a lagged effect because permits that are issued this year are going to be in construction next year and the year after, and those um, property, not all of this is housing, but the, the portion of that that is housing will be coming online in two years, and that will be an increase in the supply at that point, affecting the price at that point in time. So it's an interesting uh, data set maybe people don't, or data point that people probably don't think of at first, of having a huge impact on the economy or mm-hmm. on a very big issue in our region, like right. affordable housing, right. and that's building permits, right? So that is tracked on this, so something to look at. Um, tell us a few of the other things there. You also had uh, you know, workforce data. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's in the workforce data? I'm cheating and looking. That's okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a class where you're not allowed yeah. to do that. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so we have compensation in the workforce data, which Ed mentioned briefly. It's by industry as well, by industry, by county. We can see um, how... Uh, workers are being compensated um, and then we have employment rates as well mm-hmm. so what sort of picture do the numbers right now paint for western north carolina we've gone over it a bit with some mm-hmm. of the things that you know mm-hmm. that may not be all that much of a surprise to people that housing is a huge issue and wages are a huge issue and that tourism as an industry is growing very well but you said you know manufacturing is rebounding too what sort of picture does it paint for this region well you know the i think the overall picture is one of there's been growth and growth has been pretty robust in the past couple of years um you know one indicator that's not in the dashboard but that people can see when they're out in traffic is um you know the dump trucks (laughs) and you know dump trucks is a leading indicator uh of uh, of development and um you know i think that there have been a lot of in addition to that point there's been jobs growth in professional services um, there's been in um, migration from other parts of the country uh, obviously there's been a huge boom in the beverage sector um, they're, they're, the the GDP by industry by county data are going to be able to show that not so much brewery by brewery level <laughs> you know but uh, but definitely by sector and which ones are growing um, as I think I mentioned the professional services sector is on a, on a very just to define what is professional services. Um, so these are going to be um, your your 
your consultancies, um, your your, um, your your strategy ma- managers, your um, accountants and lawyers and psychologists and other uh, professionals like that. That's certainly a sign of population growth. Uh, maybe having more of those. If you have more of those, maybe more of those people need those services. Yeah, it's both a sign of and a driver of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what makes this kind of special? You have all this data here that you've come out with this, but what sort of makes this special that it's all now in one place right. that people can access right. again? ncdatadashboard.org. What makes it special that it's in one place? Well, one of the things we're hoping to accomplish, and I think do accomplish with this, is the ability for users to make those comparisons county by county, to have it in a really user-friendly way. It's kind of pre-digested for you, and I think that helps um, for those that are less data geeky than maybe Ed and I are, (laughs) sort of um, really grabbing on to what's going on in the region. Um, and, And being able to put a variety of pieces of data on the same page in a in a pretty graph that you can then um, analyze. So. Right, I think that that's 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 a key um, attribute of the dashboard, and I think the you know more also kind of reinforcing that really broadly speaking, this this data wouldn't otherwise be available. Um, at least not at packaged so conveniently as it is with the automatically generated charts. And some of it has been you know, produced for the dashboard itself. Um, and so that makes it um, you know, a, a unique tool for the, the, the multiple audiences that we're hoping to attract. The economic developers, for example, um, would have to resort to you know, a handful or more different sources and have to put those, you know, uh, the information from those sources together themselves um, and, you know, a lot of these places are, um, you know, two- and three-person shops. And, uh, you know, they have expertise in, in, in lots of areas, but maybe not so much in data architecture and data management. Uh, so it makes their jobs um, much, you know, more easy and lets them focus on what they're, you know, really wanting to do and what they're best at. Uh, and I think that, you know, a, a, a second answer here goes to what Western Carolina University is all about. Um, you know, we're... We're not just um, an affordable, high-quality um, place for young people to go and study, um, but because we are that, we're also a leader in the region's economic development. And there are many, many ways in which um, we historically have done this. Some of it involves direct outreach to businesses and to uh, economic development authorities. Um, obviously, a big part of that is you know workforce development. And, you know, we, we definitely um, <clears throat> have a lot of effort put into the curriculum to have that um, you know, directed at what are the workforce needs in the region. Um, you know, if you walk the halls at, at WCU, um, you're going to pick up really quickly how focused every conversation is on how the university can better serve the region. And I think that this resource um, complements that and reinforces all of that from a research perspective. And so the Center for the Study of Free Enterprise and the Gimelstad-Landry Professorship, we're both geared towards this mission that the university has in being a a leader in the region's economic development. And so, you know, one of the really special things is from my, where I sit about um, the dashboard is how it just is is, uh, directly on and in support of that mission. And it's also offering a resource to an area we were talking earlier before we started about chambers of commerce throughout the area. They may not have the resources to be able to build something of their own on their own that has this information. Correct. This does allow happen for that in a region like this, mm-hmm. correct? 
Well, I think that that was partly how I came into the project was um, for, through fulfilling some requests from the Southwestern Commission, from um, our statewide um, economic developers. They needed data on the region. They didn't have the pieces of data they were looking for and were coming to the university to try to find people who could provide it. And I think this is an excellent way that we can lend our expertise and our students and all the people in IT and mm-hmm. um, it, 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 to, to help the region get the data they, they need. It, it's a little bit less of an issue, I think, in Nashville. I think the, the Chamber of Commerce in Nashville is very well staffed. They have a, a lot of data expertise. Um, but the western counties are more limited in their resources. In mm-hmm. some cases, mm-hmm. the, the county developer is also serving two counties, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we're really talking about kind of uh, people whose time and energies are spread thin and really could use the expertise. Mm-hmm. It also really builds a lot of regionalism where someone in Asheville and someone in Murphy may think they're very different, but they end up maybe finding out their right. problems are very similar, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I think where that comes to bear, Matt, is um, when you think about um, you know tourism being a big part of our of our economy, and you know I, I think that it would be um, it'd be a little bit of a stretch to think that tourists you know say I'm going to go to this county, I'm going to go to that county. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think that a lot of tourists they come out here, they want to do some zip lining, they want to do some breweries, they want to you know maybe get some rafting in. They want to definitely stay in a, in a place that that's um, you know suited to their tastes and at a at a good price for them. And you know I think that that's going to lend itself to a given tourist family, for example, you know having a footprint on multiple counties when they come to our mountains. And so you know one of the things I think that 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 does that that reality does when it comes to bear on the usefulness of the dashboard is you know from an investment perspective the hotel industry looking at the trends and you know beds and heads and whatnot um you know what 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 information are they relying on in order to expand the tourism industry um you know and this could be a complement to that another thing uh, looking at this there's are some areas of western north carolina that have generations of poverty and Mm -hmm. that they struggle to escape how does having this information maybe help these areas, policymakers, mm-hmm. business owners, all the sort of things that fit together? How does it help maybe break these generations, these cycles of poverty that have lasted for so long in certain parts of, of this region? I think one advantage is that, that there's a good intuition I think a lot of people have that you're stating here about these generations of poverty, but it is actually quite nice to go back and look at what the data say. So what mm-hmm. does the last, mm-hmm. last 40 or 50, 40 years look like? If we go back to 1970, that's, um, you know, how cyclical is it? How much is it relying on particular employers leaving, which in some counties you really can't see, mm-hmm. you know, as, as large employers have left and the county has um, sort of suffered at, following that but I think just having the information and being able to track it and looking by industry looking and seeing what other indicators are correlated with it is it an education issue is it a population growth issue is it a housing price issue sort of what are the limitations that each county is facing how do they differ from from county to county and sort of having that information to make informed decisions is really helpful I think that's huge to um, the important prioritization that policymakers have to do, that you know, public interest organizations have to do, that 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 you know, advocacy groups, those who advocate for the economically disenfranchised, you know, what they have to do. They have way more in front of them than the resources available to them, and they really need to prioritize. And this, this the dashboard can help them to do that. Um, you know, the the um, 
the the the, the poverty also I think is a problem that that um, you know is alleviated by um, more economic development and the more we can attract industry um, from other places or attract it from you know emerging from from here uh, and the more that creates good paying jobs for people you know that's that's an important lever to the to the problem that you're talking about the poverty that we have in western carolina so it's of uh, someone's you know an economic someone who an economic developer is someone who was looking to locate a business somewhere can now look at this data and go well here's a place i can go and it sort of helps also to the entrepreneurial aspect right. of this we're talking about policymakers and people wanting to do the research but for people looking to locate here or start something here this can help them understand the market better, too, right? What does the cost of living look like? What does the workforce mm-hmm. look like? Sort of, am I going to be able to find the employees I need, the space I need in a particular location? And maybe sort of think about a wider variety of locations than they might have otherwise done right. with it all in one loca- right. one place to go. And I think that, you know, that um, as an information source, it, it does have the ability to help quite a bit. But at some point, you know, perspective investor is going to have to come and you know get onto the ground here and when they do that hopefully they're going to be in touch with our economic development authorities with our tourism offices and so forth um and you know that when they when they get in touch with those representatives of our economy they in turn are going to be better informed by the dashboard and they're going to help them to sort of say okay beneath the data way more granular level let's go let's go visit this block over here let's go visit this site where you might set up shop over there so i think it's a really important tool for getting that initial feasibility that initial interest from investors um you know going and then from there um, we can take it from a more sort of face-to-face granular level touring of where they might set up shop well it's terrific this is really interesting please check it out ncdatadashboard.org you know it's been 10 years since the Great Recession came. Yeah. Uh, I think maybe for us, maybe it feels like it's been so much longer away, but uh, 10 years certainly in tracking of history is not that long. Um, so again, just to talk about what, uh, you know, to finish up with this, what we're seeing right now, 10 years is that 10 years later is that the economy has rebounded pretty well in this region, but there are ways to go and mm-hmm. that some of the things you've looked at here finding very interesting and maybe people start looking at building permit rates uh, of looking at wages and housing and that's still where we're still have to go that far right right so um and you want to take that for 10 years out i think there's always uh, room for improvement and, and and i mean i think buncombe county's experience has been probably a better than even the western counties has too so i think there's probably still room for improvement in a lot of the western counties uh and i think you know we're continuing to think about sort of what does smart growth look like uh how much what does population growth look like sort of what is a reasonable housing prices or what are we aiming for mm-hmm. and um, but i mean we're certainly we see a huge recovery in the last couple of years in the region and sort of back to trend where we were prior to the great recession and i think that's great to see so Right. I would just I, I would I would phrase it as um, yeah. I think that you know economic forecasting is a is a tricky business. Um, one of my friends <laughs> used to say that you could replace all the weather forecasters in the world with with and switch them out with all the economic <laughs> forecasters in the world, and nobody would know the difference. <laughs> Sorry to my friends who are meteorologists out there, but uh, you know I think that what what the way I would frame um, that issue is you know what are the things that that people who live here care about? Mm-hmm. They care about good paying jobs. They care about affordable housing. They care about a quality of life. Um, they care about, you know, their, our natural resources. 
uh, and I think that you know the, the the future ten years out that would be better than otherwise is one where we have enough economic development to support all of those things, and where we have you know the right decisions being made at our you know by our public policymakers and other key decision makers out there. Um, and so I think that's one way to think about the benefits of the dashboard is it is it puts us in a bet the best spot. Excuse me. I think a better spot um, for making those kinds of decisions that are going to create a better life for those who live here. Well, terrific. Again, ncdatadashboard.org. You get yourself lost in that information for quite a while and you find lots of very, very interesting things about Western North Carolina. I want to thank our guests again, Angela Dills and Edward Lopez of Western Carolina University. Very quickly to say BPR does receive support from Western Carolina University. Thank you again so much for joining us this afternoon and have a good day.